0: Simple Pin Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hello, everyone. This is Kate All, and you're listening to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I am the owner of Simple Pin Media, which is a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon. We help manage our clients' Pinterest presence so they can focus back on their business. But I also aim to teach simple, actionable tips so you can DIY your Pinterest marketing. So this is a little bit of a different episode, kind of swinging away from Pinterest tips, more into some business tips. And I love to do these every once in a while because they really feed into what my philosophies are, how I'm getting information, and how you can understand how I think about growing simple pins, serving my clients, and really creating the best agency, if you will, for Pinterest marketing and management so that we can stand out among the rest one of those for me is um, getting, well, I should back up just a little bit. One important goal for me in 2018 is professional growth. And professional growth, meaning how can I invest in myself so I can invest in my team? And one of those is books. The other is live conferences, masterminding. Is that a word? I don't know if masterminding is a word, but joining masterminds and coaching. So those three things are really critical for me. Today, I'm going to talk about the books that I've read over the last year. So I have a funny joke with one of my good friends, Katie. Katie, she only likes to read fiction books. She works at Nike. She works in corporate. And we talk about how she just cannot do nonfiction books. And I have a really hard time with fiction books. So fiction books for me are one of those things where if somebody tells me it's really, really good, then I yes will pick it up and I'll read it. And I usually love it. But I'm always a little bit wary of fiction books because I just never know if I'm going to love it. If I, you know, I don't know. It's just preference, I guess. I guess. So some people love nonfiction. Some people love fiction. So obviously today, since we're talking about business books, these are all nonfiction, but I'm going to bring out the best parts of them. So if you are a fiction book person, I can tell you the best parts about these nonfiction ones that you will hopefully want to pick them up and read them. All right. So these are the best books for online marketers. I think these can also translate to doing brick and mortar or, um, you know, really in-person type businesses, but I'm specifically reading them from an online marketer perspective. So let's talk about the first one that I read this year, and that was e-myth. And many of you have heard me mention that in previous podcasts. And the E doesn't stand for, you know, um, online. Like a lot of people think it's an online type of thing, but I think it's the entrepreneur's myth. And there are three different types of, personalities they talk about in this book that are the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. And what I loved about this book was it didn't talk about online marketing. It actually talked about a woman who owned a bakery. And it's going through his process of um, really helping her see what personality she is and how she's operating in her business in actually a different personality. So the subtitle of the book is Why Most Small Businesses Don't Work and What to Do About It. So her realization was that she really loved baking. She, that was her heart and soul. She had connections to it, but all these other things like bookkeeping, managing the actual bakery, those things were like killing her soul for lack of a better term. Um, She just had a really hard time knowing how to do that because it was the wrong fit. Like it was just didn't fit her. So he goes through talking about how you can really draw that Um, draw that out and hire people who are good at those things. So we talk about how the entrepreneur's work is strategic. The manager's work is both strategic and tactical. And the technician is directed by the manager and follows the guiding structure. So for me, I tend to fall along all three of these, but I tend to be more the entrepreneur slash manager. I'm not the technician. I'm not the person who really just likes to get work done. And this woman who is the baker, she's more the technician. She just wants to do the baking. She doesn't want to be strategic or tactical. She doesn't want to dream. She wants somebody to do that for her so she can come into the bakery. She can make these beautiful pies that hold a lot of significance to her and and then have people come in and enjoy these pies and she gets to see the joy. So he walks her through this process of kind of tearing that down and how she can get back to her technician type work. I loved this book so much because it really helped me see where I fit in my business and how I can really equip my team, my technician side of things to really bring up simple pin in the best way possible. So re- Having this be the very first really business book that I read, I loved it. I loved a lot of their systems that they drew out. He talks about an instance where he went to a hotel and this hotel had such a smooth system that everybody in this system knew what they needed to be doing and it worked like clockwork. And that also made an impact on me to think about, are we at Simple Pin really good at doing things like clockwork, like do we, does everybody on the team know the system to pick up the ball when it's dropped or to pass the ball effectively to each other? So I just, I loved this. And it was when I started hiring more people to do things that I wasn't good at. Specifically, I was doing a lot of the tracking in this, the beginning of this year of money. And while I still track it, I got QuickBooks and I got a bookkeeper because me spending three hours a month, tracking down receipts, um, who got paid sales, all of that stuff, running profit loss reports, like that's just not my skill set. And I don't love it. Like it's not using the best parts of my gifts. So I really liked this book a lot, just in the sense that it really set me on the right path to think about how to grow and scale. Simple Pin. Okay, so the next book I read actually was um, Delivering Happiness. And that was really, we read that because we'd heard a lot about Tony C and his work at Zappos and how much he really cared about client experience. And so what we did was we actually put into place ways to let our clients know that we really appreciated them. And I moved one of my team leads over to client care specialist. And she read this as well. And what I loved was that their client care really tied into their work culture and how much the team was given the ability to think creatively. This book I have heard is not the best book to listen to on audio. I know many people do that. His voice is like, it will put you to sleep. It's so even, and calm. The book is funny. Like he actually does draw out some funny experiences from his childhood about him being an entrepreneur. So I would say go the route of reading the book with this one. Don't do audio version because many people can't get through it. But I did like, I did like the book overall. I like that he talked about entrepreneurship. I like that he talked about his story and his history and how he got into Zappos. Um, I like how he talked about how it wasn't about money for him. It was about, are we in a place where we're working and we enjoy it? Or is it just sucking the life out of us? And so it really helped us think about, okay, how can we um, show our clients that we really care about them, that we are excited that they are a part of Simple Pin and That includes maybe starting to think about welcome gifts, starting to think about Christmas gifts, gifts for people when they have babies or when they experience a death. How can we just show we see you and you're not just a simple pin client for Pinterest, but we care about the whole part of you and that includes your life? And how could we also create team? Unity, And so what we started was um, Wednesday wins. And so every Wednesday and today is Wednesday. So after this podcast, I'll hop on to our Facebook group. And I'll talk about maybe some updates that I'm thinking about over this week some things that I think they need to know to communicate to clients. And then I'll share what my win is. And I would love to know what their wins are. And what I find is that we function best in the place of encouraging one another. And so when we see these wins, it gives us the ability to keep going in a place that can sometimes feel very mundane and not exciting. And so these Wednesday wins are fuel for me, most of all, because I'm not, I don't manage people's Pinterest accounts. I manage SimplePin. And that for me was a little bit of a switch over this last year. I made the intentional decision that I was not going to do any more management of accounts except my own because I needed to focus so much on CEO mindset, where we were going to take SimplePin and how we were going to scale it. And so having my team help me touch base with the end product, if you will, the client hearing their wins was so instrumental to me and my, I guess, just it was how I needed to be encouraged. And so what we did was at the end of the month, we chose um, out of those Wednesday wins, who was most active over the month, and we would give them a $25 gift card. The other thing we've done is we've instituted account specialist of the month, somebody who's gone above and beyond for their work and really demonstrated just excellent work over the month. And we give them a $25 gift card. So we have built in a lot of incentives to really serve our clients and have the ability to serve our clients in the best way they see fit. There's not a cookie cutter thing that says, this is how you need to serve your client XYZ, but really empowering our account specialists to see that they know their client best. And we want to walk with them and help them serve their client, give them the best Pinterest management possible. But we want them to do it based on how they see it best works for their client because I don't see it every day. I'm not inside each person's Pinterest account. So I can't speak to it. So I really have to look at them and say, how do we really um, help you do this best? So Delivering Happiness was an incredible book in helping us institute those aspects of Simple Pin that helped create a good team culture. All right. The next book was Extreme Ownership. And I read this after Ruth Sukup of Living Well, Spending Less. She also does Elite Blog Academy. She had done the Activate Conference that I spoke at here in Portland, and she talked about it in one of her talks. And anything that she recommends, I read because she's such a great leader and businesswoman that I really wanted to look at what she had read. So I took some... What I do sometimes too when I'm reading books, especially if I check them out from the library, is I create a note in my phone. And I take pictures of the pages that I think hold quotes that are so powerful. Um, And here's a few from extreme ownership. I will say I only got halfway through this book. And part of the reason is and sorry for the nasal sound and possibly coughing. I think I'm starting to get a cold. So I apologize for that. Anyway, um, this book had a lot of War stories. In fact, the tagline is how Navy SEALs um, lead and win. So he peppers that in with business. And he was a Navy SEAL who transitioned into business consulting based on some of the tips that he learned in being a Navy SEAL. So... Just know that I only got halfway through it because I couldn't listen. I couldn't read any more war stories. Like I got the gist in the first half of the book. For some of you, maybe this could be a good audio book because his stories might be super interesting, but um, I lost I lost steam halfway through. So there's full disclosure. Um, but I like this, these few quotes that I took away. It says every leader and every team at some point will fail and must confront that failure. That too is a big part of this book. We are by no means infallible leaders. No one is, no matter how experienced. Nor do we have all the answers. No leader does. We've made huge mistakes, and often our mistakes provided the greatest lessons, humbled us, and enabled us to grow and become better. For leaders, the humility to admit and own mistakes and develop a plan to overcome them is essential to success. The best leaders are not driven by ego or personal agendas. They are simply focused on the mission and how to best accomplish it. That to me sums up how I want to lead my team. I know that there's mistakes that we've made at Simple Pin. I could recount five of them like, right now. And I know what I've learned from them. and. Again, back to my friend Katie, who only likes fiction books. They have a term at Nike called fail forward. So how do you fail forward and learn from your mistake? I think that is a really powerful tool as a leader in being humble enough to admit, I got it wrong. Let's do it different. This is another quote from him. When leaders who epitomize extreme ownership drive their teams to achieve a higher standard of performance, they must recognize that when it comes to standards, as a leader, it's not what you preach, it's what you tolerate. When setting expectations, no matter what has been said or written, if substandard performance is accepted and no one is held accountable, if there are no consequences, that poor performance becomes the new standard." Therefore, leaders must enforce standards. Consequences for failing need not to be immediately severe, but leaders must ensure that tasks are repeated until the higher expected standard is achieved. So sometimes there are things that we are not good at or our team is not good at. But what we want to do is we want to put in things in place where we all learn from that again and create new standards of good work. And the last one was this. Um, He says, in the business world and in life, there are inherent complexities. It is critical to keep plans and communication simple. Following this rule is crucial to the success of any team in any combat, business, or life. That is simple is in my name for a reason, because I wanted what I created to be simple to understand and simple to execute. And the same goes for my team is that I want what we do to be simple, understandable, and everybody is aware. And if it's not, we ask the question, how can this be different so that it makes sense? I'm also big about asking, where are the bottlenecks and where are we being held up? A lot of times it's me. And so I have to be honest to say, am I the bottleneck? And how do I remove myself from that in order for my team to be released, to be creative and to do great work? And what I have found is when I allow them to use their gifts, be creative, I get the best work out of them. And therefore, they are loyal and they are committed to Simple Pin because they know they have a place to operate in their gifts. So I really liked this book as that reminder that if you are a leader of a team or if you are thinking of growing a team, this book is really good for you to understand. And I would take a step back from that and understand your personality as a leader. So also during this conference, Ruth had talked about taking the Colby index and StrengthFinders. We just took StrengthFinders this week. We're having a big team planning meeting this weekend. And mine was communicator and developer. And the Colby index, I have to go back and look, but it was like 7733, which I think was um, like strategic... Yeah, I'm not gonna remember them right away, but it made sense. So I know myself as a leader. I know the type of things that are my strength and I know what are my weaknesses. So that's really important before you go into leading, scaling and building a team. The next book people actually recommended to me a lot as they said I was already doing what this book was talking about. And that book is called Built to Sell. This book reads like a fiction book. So if you are somebody that nonfiction puts you to sleep, I highly recommend that you read this book because you'll like it. It's a story. And I read it in two days. I'm not a fast reader. I really, really, really liked this book. So basically what this guy is drowning in his business and he is mentored by this other man who has sold, bought and sold many companies. And this guy walks on a journey with him for two years to the place of where he ends up selling his company. So that process and how he's broken down and built back up is so genius. And it's really smart if you are thinking about building a company that can eventually be sold. Some people sell their websites. I don't have any plans right now to sell Simple Pin. But what I wanted to do was create something Again, back to the simple term that was so simple to understand that anybody could walk in and take my place or I could take a break. I could take a vacation. I could walk away and everybody knew what their role was, what the systems were, and that wasn't dependent on me. There's this phrase that you've probably heard a lot of people say, but when you lead people, you're leading them so that you can work yourself out of a job. That's how I think in Simple Pin, and that's how I'm wired, is I want to equip people to do so well at their job that I'm not needed. And if I don't do that well, and if people still have questions about their job or how it works, I haven't been an effective leader to communicate what needs to be communicated. So I'm always thinking, we always have processes, everything within SimplePen, and it sounds kind of excessive, but everything within SimplePen is documented down to the T. I've thought a lot about training up other people to be Pinterest marketing managers. And I do have that in my social media marketing um, or social media management coaching program. That is how I take the exact system of how I have built SimplePin. And I help other people do that in their own business based on their goals and their ideals for their management company. So it's not just Pinterest, but it's um, any other type of social media management. I can help you scale and build the business because everything we've done is so accurately documented. And I can go back and look at our process from when it was just me to now being 100 clients and over 30 team members, I can take you through that process because I've done it. So this book was, was, yeah, what I'm doing. And I I got it after I read it. And a lot of people said, this is how your business works. So all that to say, I don't have any plans to sell Simple Pin. But I've always set it up with the you know, hope and ability that I wouldn't be strapped to it forever, which also ties back into e which also ties back into how, um, you know, those two books of building what's your role in your business? How do you fit? All right. The next one I am still in the middle of, and I've checked it out twice at the library. My friend Tiffany loves this book and I have made it. I really did like it. it it's pretty cool. It's called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. And I realized I'm not giving the author name in the other two, but we'll list them in the show notes. And that's going to be episode 80. So simplepinmedia.com slash 80. And you can go over there and see some of the quotes that I've talked about and then the links to any of these books if you want to purchase them. All right. So Never Split the Difference is basically about Negotiating as if your life depends on it. So, he's a negotiator and he's talking about how to take those negotiation skills into business. I'm only about halfway through. I really actually like it. I like his storytelling and how he talks, but I like how he started out, you know, a th- probably a third into the book. He really hits home the point that, like, this is not just about getting what you want out of other people. He says this, these tools then are nothing less than emotional best practices that help you cure the pervasive ineptitude that marks our most critical conversations in life. They will help you connect and create more meaningful and warm relationships that they may help you extract what you want is just a bonus. Human connection is the first goal. I 1000% agree with that. Whatever I'm doing in my business, yeah, sure, it's business. But there's a human connection. There's somebody on the other side. This is their business. This is something that they care about. And I want people to feel heard and understood. And he talks about this certain situation where they were role-playing this contract. And he says about this conversation... Um, this little quote, he said, the beauty of going right after negativity is that it brings us to a safe zone of empathy. Every one of us has an inherent human need to be understood to connect with the person across the table. So if anything, if you are doing any type of um, work with other companies where you're negotiating numbers, or you feel like there's a a lot of contracts you have to negotiate. This book is really, really good. And I love that he starts with this, is that people want to feel understood and they want to feel heard. And when you diffuse the angst and the uh, emotions of a situation and people feel heard, they're much more likely to listen and potentially work with you the way that you want them to work with you. So I like this book. I got it from the library. I've gotten it twice now. I think it's one of those ones that I will buy because I'm already putting sticky notes in them. And that's another thing I do is I use sticky notes, just the the, I don't know, two by three ones, and make notes on them so I don't have to underline in the book. So that's a good one for you to go read for sure if you're in that type of industry. All right. Then the last one that I've read this year that I haven't got all the way through because this requires my bookkeeper is profit first. When I went to BizChicks back in October. There was a lot of talk about profit first and the women at BizChicks, I was actually one of the few online marketers. Most people had brick and mortars or um, other types of businesses that were not online. So there, everybody was talking about this profit first model in your business as a way to really generate cash flow. So my husband and I do the Dave Ramsey envelope method in our home life. So our, we do a budget every month. We spend only cash. We don't have any debt. And if we pay for big purchases with cash. So for us, that is an, that's just a value that we have in a way that we live. And we also give a lot. So... That's just, we love the Dave Ramsey method. Well, over this last year, I felt like I have really wanted a Dave Ramsey type method for my business and Profit First is that. He talks about usually what we do is sales minus expenses equals profit. He does sales minus profit, then expenses. He talks about breaking down into five different business accounts. I don't think I'll have five, but I definitely think I'll have three different accounts and how you take a profit for yourself because most business owners don't. He does challenge some typical accounting or I guess um, traditional accounting methods to really say, you know, accounting will tell us maybe we have 15,000 profit. But if I look at my bank account, I don't have any money. And so what he wants to do is go back to the cash flow and say, I want cash flow. I don't want what's on a piece of paper. So he walks people through that process and how they can figure out what their profit is, what their income is, how you separate out taxes. So if you have been trying to find a way to really get a hold of your business expenses, to really understand what type of money your business creates, what type of money you should withdraw for yourself. He talks about that a lot. If you are an LLC or an S Corp, both things will apply here. There's a lot of information. I have heard that this one on audiobook is really, really good. Like he's funny. He's funny in the book. And I like that because accounting and money can be just really dry. So I bought this one on Amazon So because I knew that I would have to go back to it a few times because he has the PDF online, but he has more of the instructions in the book. So if you are really struggling to get a handle on expenses, or even if you have a large amount of cash flow, like if you have a lot in your bank that's just sitting there and you don't really know how you want to appropriate it, this book is great because it will give you the ability to see what money you can spend in investing more into your team or what money you can take for yourself and enjoy. You've worked really hard on your business. And it's hard sometimes as business owners, one, to step away. He talks about that in e how people don't take vacations. But number two, to really enjoy the fruits of your labor. And he in Profit First talks about his huge mistakes and his huge losses with his business and how he really turned it around. I loved, I loved this book so far. So definitely pick that up. And from everybody's recommendation that I spent time with at Biz Chicks, in fact, in the Biz Chicks group, there's the nest that Natalie has. There's a lot of us that are still in there. We had a big thread about Profit First, how we got the accounts to work for each one of our businesses. When we take our quarterly draws, it's super duper good. So definitely pick this up. Out of all of those books, Those are that's the end of the ones that I've read. So it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six out of all six books that I've read. I would say Built to Sell was probably the funnest book to read because it was so interesting and a great story. But E-Myth was probably the one that transformed my mindset the most about how I wanted to grow Simple Pin. And a lot of people ask me that question. How did you think to grow Simple Pin? I thought to grow it the certain way that I've grown it because I read this book because it changed my outlook on what I wanted for my business. So if you're going to start anywhere, I would definitely start with that book and then go through any one of the other books, whether you get them from the library, order through Amazon. Again, we have links in um, the show notes and they are my affiliate links. So I do earn a tiny commission when you purchase through my link or do the audiobooks. I know there's lots of people who cannot read. They need audio. All right. So looking forward to future books for 2018. I actually don't have a lot just yet. But everybody keeps talking about the big leap. I put it on hold at the library, which it had a lot of holds. So I don't think I'm going to get it for a while. But everybody talks about how it's good for mindset. I listened to a podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft. I can link to that in the show notes as well. He talked about that as well. I think that that's probably the one I'm going to read and then just kind of wait for recommendations along the way. I like to do that, especially when I see a big group of people saying how much a book impacted them. And that was my situation with Profit First was, excuse me, when I went to Biz Chicks and we were talking about somebody mentioned this book and I was like, oh, is it good? It was like eight people at the table were like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm like, well, I guess it's a book that I need to pick up. So if you have any great books that you have read, I would absolutely love to hear them in the comments on the blog so that everybody else can see them. And you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 80. And that will, again, be all the show notes. And you can comment there below. I would love to hear what you're reading. And maybe... There'll be multiple people that loved that same book as well. Very similar to me sitting at the table at the conference. So if you have a book that just totally transformed your business, please, please comment. I would love... To read it, I'm always interested in hearing about what makes people tick in their business, why they've you know adopted a certain philosophy, and so please comment. I would love to hear from you. So thanks to everybody for listening to um, the Simple Pin Podcast and listening to our best books for online entrepreneurs. Again, go to simplepinmedia.com/slash/80 for more information. As always, thank you so much for listening.